There's about two million reasons for me feeling a funk today. I'm going to tell you what they are. Also, 100 kids in a boat. We have to talk about that. Black Mirror has been warning us for years. Why aren't we listening? And why care less about sports? Uncensored. Unfiltered. Unhinged. It's the Corelcast. Listen daily on your favorite streaming service. It is the Corelcast. I am Corel and Friday, Friday. Thank God it's Friday. There are two million reasons why I'm feeling a funk this morning. And you know where this happened? Yeah, this morning, actually. Uh, really early this morning. And I have to tell you, uh, as we start today, how is your mental health today? Because I have checked in with a lot of friends, and a lot of them are bipolar at the moment. And what I mean by that is they know that they are blessed, that they have a home, they can afford food. Uh, you know, they, they're blessed in so much as they're not homeless. They're not, you know, they're not overly struggling, meaning they have a job, you know, but yet they can't seem to shake this, this meh, this, this gloom that they have. Uh, and you know what? I, uh, I'm very honest with you here on the show. Uh, I have been depressed, well, really for weeks now. And there are days like yesterday afternoon, Thursday afternoon, where about two, three in the afternoon when the lull, you know, there's a lull where my mood goes very, very down. And I just want to talk about that today in light of a news story that came out on Tuesday. Actually, well, the story came out on Wednesday. After Donald Trump was indicted in federal court for basically treason, Two things happened. First of all, in South Florida, he went to a Latino area and had a huge response. And they say that he's going to shore up the Latino vote of Florida. And that really messed with my mind. Because how any immigrant person of color, gay person, well, how any person nowadays, could actually think that man was good for America is it's mind boggling. I, you know, there are things that my mind and your mind can't grapple infinity. We are, we think we can understand it, but we really don't. Our brain will not grapple that space goes on forever, that there's no end to it in your brain. You think, well, there's an end somewhere and there's not. And so you can't, you know, grapple that the same with billion. You hear the term billion or billionaire, but you don't really understand what that means. If you really could understand what it is to have a billion of anything, you would know that billionaires are bad uh, because of the enormity of what a billion is. And so you would know that people like Elon Musk are terribly bad uh, for the world and for the economy and for all of that. But your brain doesn't really work that way. And science has proven this. We can't really grasp it. And I can't grasp a few things in the news right now, and it's actually depressing me. Now, I have no reason really to be depressed. We're, we're kickstarting Corel Stands Up. We're going to start booking that and hopefully soon. Uh, we haven't had any bites yet, but we just started this week getting it back together. And this morning, I talked to a very old friend uh, yesterday morning, Thursday morning. It's very early for me, so that's why I, like the day hasn't ended. 
Uh, so Thursday morning, I talked to a very old friend who now produces television and movies. And we talked about Vesta, an artist that I have worked with, and how I am dying to do a movie about her life and tell her story. I want to tell the story of Vesta, and I want it to be called Vesta Special, and I want it to be a movie. Well, he's so excited about it that he and some movie people are going to fly out here over the next 10 days to Las Vegas to talk to me about the movie. And I've reconnected with an old friend of Vesta's, her old musical director, who was a friend of mine. He is a fabulous person. He's a preacher now in Los Angeles. His name is Laval Bell, and he's just a wonderful human being. And we've reconnected, and he's an important piece of that puzzle because, as he said when we were talking, I was Vesta's arms and legs, and he was Vesta's brain, uh, her mind, uh, you know, and then she was all heart. So... You know, that's exciting stuff. It's, it's the, you know, it's a situation pregnant with possibilities. So I should be anything but depressed because even though I'm not rolling in dough right now and I'm not, you know, doing a lot of stuff right now, there's stuff on the drawing board. Carell stands up. My new single that comes out June 28th, Married Men, that you're all going to listen to. The new mix of it. Uh, you know, the, the, doing some movies and television shows. These are all, so there's no reason for the meh, and yet it's there. And I know in your life, there may not be a reason for the meh, and yet you feel it. And so when I hear about Donald Trump appealing to Latinos, but more importantly, Latinos liking him, it just, it literally makes me crazy. And then Tuesday, after he was indicted, he flew back to New Jersey and did a fundraiser where he raised $2 million. So he went from federal court being indicted for espionage, for treason, and raised $2 million for a presidential bid. That's depressing that anybody would give that man money. There are so many other people. If you want to give a Republican money, there are other Republicans, but you could give money, that are not uh, traitors. He's now up on a total of 70 counts, 30 plus in Florida, 40 in New York. There's going to be Georgia. And yet in one night, he raises more money than many of us will see in years. Some of us will never see $2 million in our whole life of working. And he raised it in one night. A felon, a criminal, a person who can't put a cognizant, cognizant thought together. And meanwhile, there are so many people on this planet that deserve to raise that money for their cause, that deserve to raise money and can't raise money. Here in Las Vegas, there is a clinic that is run by a gay man for the gay community and for you know people that use drugs, and they can be totally honest at this clinic. They don't have to lie. They, they can be themselves. They can get prepped. They can get treatment for drug addiction. He's had to close because of all the anti-gay sentiment. He can't get funding. The $2 million that Donald Trump raised that night could keep this clinic going for years. And, you know, this guy's trying to help the gay community. He can't get money. Donald Trump goes from a federal courtroom where he was indicted on treasonous charges and he raises $2 million. And that depressed me because I'm like, that's, that's everything that's wrong with our country right there. 
There it is. There it is. The fact that that man can raise any money when it, like large amounts, and you know, maybe he could raise a thousand, two thousand dollars. Haters always going to be around. But the fact that he can raise two million dollars, and those weren't ignorant people at that fundraiser. Those weren't the people on disability and social security and welfare that normally support him. These were people of resources and funds that can donate to his cause, and they do. And I'm like, why? Is your hatred for America so strong? Is your fear of not being the majority? Is your fear of blacks and gays and, and the woke, as you call them, that strong? Or are you just that greedy and that selfish of a business person that you will put anyone in office that protects your millions of dollars or your assets? It's wrong on so many levels. That as a thinking American, as an empath, as someone, you know, that deals with people every day in the park that have nothing at all, my little friend Bowie, she's had someone threaten her life yesterday. She's a homeless person, and he's mad that she was, you know, living on the picnic bench there, having cooking on the picnic bench. And he said, I could kill you. I think I'm going to kill you one day. As people face real problems, this guy is able to raise millions and Latinos are actually going to vote for him. If that doesn't make your head want to just like pop open and explode, I don't, you know, you say, oh, well, Carell, don't listen to the news. Carell, don't. Okay, so ignorance is truly going to be bliss, you know, because that's not the quote. The quote is where ignorance is bliss, tis folly to be wise. So has it become folly to be wise in America? Has it? We'll talk more about that and the warning of Black Mirror. Why haven't we heeded it when we return? device a whole lot smarter get the corel cast app free at the app store of your choice now don't mind me i'm just playing with a shiny disco ball <laughs> because i have them around the house don't you have shiny disco balls? We should all have shiny disco balls, honey. If your balls aren't shiny disco balls, I'd turn them in. I'd get new balls. You got to have shiny disco balls. You can't be having just any old balls around the house. You got to have shiny disco balls, said the gay man. Uh, all right. <laughs> uh, so, you know, Donald Trump raised $2 million after being indicted, and many of you who are involved in charities or maybe in your careers. You know, Stephanie Miller can't raise $2 million in the pledge drive. Free Speech TV doesn't raise millions of dollars when it does its pledge drive. But this indicted felon, he can make that in one day. And if that doesn't make your head explode, and it's easy for you to dismiss it and say, well, they're idiots, they're this, they're that. Well, yeah, but they're idiots with money. 
And as for the Hispanic community, if you vote for him, you deserve everything you get. Well, actually, you won't get shit. So Donald Trump is the, the harbinger of a dystopian future. You know, he is. And there's a show. It's the weekend, so you can binge this show this weekend, and I highly recommend you do. The most profound show to come around in decades since the Twilight Zone and Night Gallery and all of that, the, the most profound television is Black Mirror. It is reason enough to get Netflix alone, okay? It's called Black Mirror. It is some of the most brilliant television ever made. Just ever. And there's new episodes. They've taken a break, mainly because the creator said it's like we're living, you know, in a in Black Mirror. But they've taken a break. Now they're back. The, the subject matter they deal with is a dystopian state of existence because of technology uh, or, you know, just really horrible people or social media use, and people using social media and just, just various things, a lot of it technology-based. The new season, I'm not going to spoil for you, but the episodes hit so close to home. You know, when you watch it, you wonder, is this science fiction? Because I maintain on this Friday, as we talk entertainment a little bit, that science fiction is really just science prediction. It's writers and creators, you know, letting their imaginations run free. And like the Twilight Zone. So much of the Twilight Zone has actually come to pass. We actually did it. Star Trek, you know, so much of Star Trek has happened. The first shuttle was named the Enterprise. Well, Black Mirror does not paint a fabulous picture of our lives in the future. Extrapolations on Apple TV, if you have not seen it on Apple TV+, does not paint a rosy picture of our life in the future. And for the longest time, science fiction, fantasy movies, they have painted this dystopian future, Blade Runner, you know, on and on. And I know you've seen some of these movies or watched some of these shows, and if you haven't on this Friday, you should over the weekend. You know, watch the original Blade Runner and the sequel. Watch Black Mirror from beginning to end, all the seasons. You know, watch The Twilight Zone again for a while, and you will see that the vision of the future is not a rosy one, usually. it's We usually have ended up in dystopia. And it's not because of technology. It's because of how we use the technology and because ultimately of human nature, the nature of being human. And so I have to ask you for comments and for emails, you know, uh, emails, comments at reallycorel.com. And of course, you can comment down below on YouTube, youtube.com forward slash reallycorel and on Patreon for my lovely Patreon subscribers, patreon.com forward slash reallycorel. You have to wonder why we don't heed the warnings. Why do we not believe that we're headed or living in the beginnings of a terribly dystopian future? You know, Barack Obama does a special on Netflix, 
and he talks to workers, to worker bees. And one of the things they address is that they wanted to talk to middle class, quote, workers, but that there really isn't a middle class anymore. There's the well-off and the not well-off. And I know most of you are just, just above not well-off. You're okay. There should now not, the middle class should just be called the getting buys. I mean, really, there's the lower class, meaning the poor, the very poor, like poor, poor, like can't pay rent poor. And then there's the just getting buys. And then the next thing you graduate after just getting by is doing okay and then doing well. And that's the state of our economy now. And that's been painted in sci-fi after sci-fi. Screw robots. Screw AI, you know, or the Terminator and the, the threat of all of that. The biggest threat to our future is us. Because we craft it. Human nature drives it. And what is human nature today? Greed, avarice, ignorance. Ignorance is revered now. Trump supporters, they interviewed them out in front of that courthouse on Tuesday. These were some of the stupidest motherfuckers you have ever heard in your entire life. These people wouldn't recognize two brain cells if they were side by side. I mean, literally, they are so stupid, it hurt my feelings. I mean, you know, they saw the sign wet floor. They did. Thank you, Joan Rivers. You know, I mean, really, this is how dumb they are. They, they, are, they are just, you know, saying they're stupid is an insult to stupid people. You can't measure their intelligence. There is no gauge in life small enough to measure their intelligence. Maybe the ruler used to measure Donald Trump's penis, but either way, you know, they're just, they're, they're just don't have the brains God gave them, my mom would say. And I'm tired of discussing how they got so stupid. They don't want to be educated. That's the whole thing. They don't want education. They don't want science. They don't want progress. And science fiction has painted that kind of scenario for so long. So why don't we believe it? You know, there's, it's always made me wonder why we don't believe certain things. Why don't we believe that global warming is really killing us? That there really are millions of people right now that are moving because of global warming. Why, you know, why don't we believe that? Why don't we believe that if we don't stop Donald Trump and his people right now, that they will win? I know most of you... So, so a lot of people I know have been resigned to the fact, oh, he's probably going to win again. They say that like it wouldn't be the end of civilization as we know it. Russia's moving nukes into, by the Ukraine. We're at the threat of a world war. Do you really want a Russia-loving, Putin-dick-sucking Donald Trump in the White House? I mean, this, this future that we have right now is so close to dystopian that sci-fi writers nowadays, they don't even know how to write the sci-fi because the situation we're living in is so bizarre. We're living in the black mirror. So why don't we listen? I'd love your comments.
If you're not visiting reallycorel.com daily, you're missing out. Get the podcast videos and the blog, including recipes, at reallycorel.com. That's really K-A-R-E-L.com. Forget your troubles, come on, get happy. We're gonna chase all your blues away. Shout hallelujah, come on, get happy. Get ready for the judgment day. The sun is shining, come on, get happy. I thought we needed a show tune at this point. Well, we always need one, I'm gay. Uh, It's my God-given right to sing show tunes anytime. Just break out in them. It says so on my gay card. And I have a gay card. I used to give them away. I have real live gay cards. Uh, All right, we're almost out of here on this Friday. You know, I don't want to leave on a downer. I really don't. I was going to talk about why I don't care about sports. The Golden Knights, the Vegas Golden Knights, Vegas born. Only Las Vegas could have a winning hockey team. Ain't no water. Ain't no ice anywhere. But we have a winning hockey team. I mean, that that shows the dystopian that we're living in. Las Vegas, it's 100. Ain't got no water. Ain't got no ice. But we got a winning hockey team. Not a sand hockey team. These ain't people playing out in the desert, child. They're playing on ice, on water that we ain't. I hope they drink that water afterwards because we ain't got no water. I hope they melt that ice ring down and serve it to the patrons afterwards. And everyone's like, oh, aren't you excited about the Golden Knights winning the Stanley Cup? First of all, the Stanley's Cup is the ugliest trophy I've ever seen in my life. It's a big hunk of metal that looks hideous. You can't drink out of it, really. I mean, it's not really something you'd pull out at a party. But, you know, it's, it's an ugly thing. But why? They're paid millions of dollars to do one thing, hit a puck in a net. I mean, if they can't win, why are they paid? I went to a Laker game once. They kept missing the basket. I'm like, you know what? If I went to my job and only performed 30% of the time, I'd be fucking fired. I wouldn't get $2 million a year. They get millions of dollars a year. They miss the fucking basket. And don't get me started on football and all their homoeroticism, tight ends and wide receivers. Mm-hmm, the Packers. Oh, yeah. So the gayest game around. Football's too gay for even me to watch. You know, I mean, truly. Oh, all of it, you know. And the white quarterback that runs out and throws the ball, prances. Da, 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 boom. I, oh, my God. Football is the gayest sport on the planet. American football, not soccer. Soccer, they're just all gorgeous, and they kiss each other and everything. They, they get how gay they are. But American football, oh, please. The most homophobic sport is the gayest. <laughs> they all tackle each other, wear mascara under the big old eyeliner and things, have long hair and tattoos and tight white pants so tight you could read a quarter in their pocket. And then afterwards, they all go shower together after jumping on top of each other. After, oh, the gay sport. And I, all the money spent on sports, all the talk shows, all the talk radio, Blah, blah, blah. About what? About morons playing a game. And I know we've always had it throughout history from the Coliseum on down, but I have never gotten it, ever. Yes, I like motorcycle racing. I do. I like MotoGP. I do. But even that, you know, of course Valentino Rossi was the winner. He was paid millions of dollars to ride a two-wheel thing around a track. He better win. Lord. But I can't get out of my mind that immigration and such is such a big issue here in America. Uh, now, the, the, they're human trafficking humans. Greg Abbott, 
the governor of Texas should be arrested for human trafficking. So should Ron DeSantis. Lying to immigrants, putting them on a plane and shipping them to California or shipping them to, to New York or whatever, that's human trafficking by definition. But because they're a governor, they get away with it. You or I, if we did that, we're our asses be in jail. I watch CSI. I watch Law and Order. I know what human trafficking is. They're human traffickers. But you think about these immigrants, these people. They're people, okay? They're not policies. They're not, you know, some sort of thing to be debated. They're people. And I think about in Greece where a boat capsized and like a hundred kids drowned. A hundred kids drowned. They were shoved in the hole of a boat by their parents who, you know, are just hoping for a better. How bad does your life have to be that you walk to the border of the United States and wait and climb or do whatever you need to do, like, you know, whatever be damned. How bad does your life have to be that you get on a rickety-ass boat in Cuba and try to get across to Florida? How bad does your life have to be that you get on a boat, wherever they're getting on the boats from to go, I imagine they're getting on the boats in Africa. Let me look at my map here. Yeah, I imagine they're getting in boats in like Algeria and Libya and places like that. I have a map of the world. Uh, you know, trying to get to Greece. We act like immigration is some sort of crime, and we, and we criminalize these people. Human migration from one place to another because of circumstance, has that's, that's our history. That's what we do. It's who we are. I mean, the founders were so mad at King George not having an immigration policy to populate our country that it was in the Declaration of Independence that they were mad that he wouldn't do a good policy for immigration. Think about how bad your life would have to be to shove your child into the hole of a boat with a hundred other children just so they could get across the sea to, a, to, to Greece. We never really think about it. We hear it in the news and we're numb to it. Like I said, we don't really believe. And, and yet I think about it. I think about how bad must your life be that you would do this? What do you risk to be an American? Our life, I know, just by going out, we could be shot. And now with this rising hatred everywhere for gays, all I see every day now is stories after story about how dangerous it is to be gay in America again. I'm like, well, it's never really been safe to be me, so my life ain't changed that much. But how desperate do you have to be to endure what these people endure? I look around my home, you know, and they had homes and they walked away from all of it, from everything, from everybody and everything. And then put their life in danger, whether it's to cross a boat into Greece or to walk across a border here in our south of our, you know, of our borders or, you know, in Europe with all the immigrants that they have and the way that they get there. They risk it all. They leave it all and they risk it all to go someplace else, hoping that it will be better. Not to take advantage of that country's resources, not to displace its people, but because they are desperate. And they are so desperate, they are willing to risk their lives. Ted Cruz never risked anything to be an American. Donald Trump has never risked anything to be an American. 
Subsequently, people who have it easy in America, being Americans, can't even get their asses out to vote, to support civic causes, to be involved in their country. And yet there are others who are willing to die to come here and be involved in our country. And what do we do? We vilify them. What do we do to the people in Greece who die on this, on this boat? We vilify them or say, well, they wouldn't have died if they didn't get on the boat. We vilify them. We make all these rules to make it nearly impossible for them to escape the horror. Immigration is people. And people are dying to get into country. Think about that. I am Carell. Be who you want to be. So I don't hurt anybody. I love you and I will see you on Monday. Be safe, my love. Hey, it's Carell. Amber and I would like to thank you for joining us today and remind you there's a way to never miss a thing, and that's by subscribing right now to my YouTube channel. Just click the subscribe button below or go to youtube.com forward slash really Carell. That's youtube.com forward slash really Carell for a world of great free content. And that content is kept free by the fabulous group of patrons at Patreon. Why not become one and show your support for the show? Just $5 a month or more and you're in. Go to patreon.com forward slash really Carell. That's patreon.com forward slash really Carell. My website is reallycorel.com and everything fabulous is there from the show to blog and recipes. Instagram and all social media are, you guessed it, really Carell. And it couldn't get much easier by simply downloading the free Corelcast app at the app store of your choice. And then all the content from Corel Media will flow right on through. That's the free Corelcast app. Remember, I am Corel. Be who you want to be so I don't hurt anybody. And subscribe and participate today.